Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Kenyon. Welcome to the Steve Kenyon Podcast. We upload a new show every Thursday. Today's show is kind of a conglomeration, to be honest. From time to time, I get a batch of what I think are really good interviews I want to share with you, and today's show certainly falls into that category. You'll have a a chance to hear from the tie-down roping open champion at Oklahoma's richest over the weekend, Chance Thiessen. I had a chance to catch up with both Josie Connor and Riley Webb. They won the big match ropings at Oklahoma's richest. We're talking a lot about tie-down roping today. Shane Hanchy's got his big roping coming up this weekend. He owns the tie-down roping horse of the year, Bugsy Shelby Shelby Beaujolais owns the Breakaway Roping Horse of the Year. Anna, for the second time, I caught up with Shelby and uh, Haven Medjid to talk about their plans now as they get ready for the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. Of course, Shelby's going into the National Finals of Breakaway in the number one spot in the world standings. So we will get to all of that coming up on today's show. Today's show is coming to you from Redmond, Oregon, and in the Columbia River Circuit Finals Rodeo. There are two big circuit finals on the schedule this weekend in professional rodeo. The Columbia River Circuit Finals in Redmond, Oregon, and the Mountain State Circuit Finals Rodeo in Loveland, Colorado. Today's program is being sponsored by the Grandview at Las Vegas. Where are you staying during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo? You ought to think about the Grandview. Big, comfortable rooms right across the street, walking distance from the South Point Hotel and Casino. Just... uh, Quick drive down to the Thomas and Mac for the performances nightly during the NFR. Go to dailymanagementresorts.com. And a big thank you to Unbeatable Feeds. Unbeatable Feeds is awfully proud of the couple of the folks that use their products. Clayton Edsall, who was a guest on this show a week ago, has made it into the National Ring Cow Horse Association Snaffle Bit Futurity Finals on two different horses. Clayton is feeding the new forage-only feeds from Unbeatable Feeds. Folks at Unbeatable Feeds posted a great comment from Riley and Brady Miner, a great pair of comments from Team Ropers Riley and Brady Miner, about what Unbeatable Feeds has done for their horses. Unbeatable Feeds has been amazing, said Brady Miner. You never know what to believe until you try it. My horses and roping steers love it. Check out the Facebook page for Unbeatable Feeds or go to Unbeatable Feeds. We always like to start with the news of the day. Here are some of the stories that are making headlines in professional rodeo and beyond. I just mentioned the Snaffle Bit Futurity. The championship round of the Snaffle Bit is coming up on Saturday night. Among those who have qualified, Clayton Edsall, who we just told you about, he's got two different horses. PRCA's Linderman Award, one of the most prestigious awards in pro rodeo, recognizes a cowboy has won at least $1,000 in three events and... Another Linderman Award for Josh Frost. He's won every Linderman Award since 2019, competing in the bull riding over $230,000, won about $2,400 in the tie-down roping, almost $2,000 in the steer wrestling, and actually another $500 in the team roping. Josh Frost showed ProRodeo.com he takes great pride in the Linderman Award. Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association has announced its Pendleton Whiskey Letterbuck Stock of the Year. The top bucking horses, the top bucking bulls in Pro Rodeo for 2023. Bareback Horse of the Year pick at Pro Rodeo's Nightcrawler. Bull of the Year, Pete Cars, Bayou Bengal. Last 10 days, two weeks have been really good for Tyler Kraft, the ranch manager of the Calgary Stampede. Calgary's great horse, Explosive Skies, the Bareback Horse of the Year in 2021, the Saddle Bronc Horse of the Year in 2023. Tyler Kraft is also one of the most well-known and well-recognized pickup men in pro rodeo. His horse, Baby, the inaugural Pickup Horse of the Year award winner. I had a chance to talk to Tyler Kraft about all. Exciting and um, kind of didn't really have any idea on the on the pickup horse. I knew uh, I knew Explosive Skies was was darn sure in the running, and and uh, glad she she uh, reigned supreme. And and uh, yeah, pretty pretty special moment for her, not uh, not just to be the 2021 uh, bareback horse of the world, but also the 2023 uh, saddle brown horse of the world. So kind of a big big year for her, and first year being a full time saddle bronc and was able to take the cake. So it was pretty 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 awesome. I don't. I'm doing this from memory. I know Spring Fling won both. You guys, for all I know, yeah, have had a horse that won both of those awards. Yeah. But it's pretty rare, to, pretty rare to be both the bareback horse and saddle bronc in one horse's career. Yeah, it's it's uh, it just speaks volume to uh, to those 
those animals, uh, spring fling, uh, I believe cool alley was one of them also. Yeah. Um, that just, it, it honestly separates, um, you know, great horses from unbelievable. It's, it's such a, such a hard thing to win in, in, you know, one, one discipline to, to do it in, to do it in both events, um, is incredible and, and just speaks volume to, to, uh, her athleticism and the kind of horse she is. Just a few days before finding out that Explosive Skies was the saddle bronc of the year, Tyler Kraft found out that his pickup horse, a horse called Baby, was the inaugural pickup horse of the year. I asked him about Baby. Yeah, it's, uh, I believe this is the inaugural year. I, I heard Rumble That's what I thought, were, too. Um, um, planning on starting it. I think Josh Edwards has done a great job as as the uh, uh, director of that part, and, and I think he was kind of the big push behind it, so it's yeah, kudos to him and the AQHA for being able to recognize the the pickup horse. Um, yeah, he's uh, baby's ten years old. I've had him since a three year old. Bought him for my wife as a as a uh, birthday present, and um, yeah, he's kind of been been my mainstay of my my pickup herd, and and uh, yeah, just a great great buckskin horse, and really can run, and and pretty flashing. Got a lot of eye appeal, and yeah, a lot of fun to pick up on for sure. That's Tyler Kraft, the ranch manager of the Calgary Stampede, the owner of the inaugural Pickup Horse of the Year, a horse he calls Baby. And congratulations to Tyler Kraft on Explosive Skies, the Saddle Bronc of the Year, and Baby as the inaugural Pickup Horse of the Year in the PRCA. We've got a brand-new podcast out. It's called Legends of the Hall, highlighting the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame. Our first guest is this year's legend of pro rodeo. He'll be honored December the 4th during the Gold Buckle Gala to kick off the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. I asked Red to put this all in perspective. Well, it is. And and one of the great honors of my life is on the uh, wall of the Hall of Fame in Colorado Springs and, and the hall of the, the building that houses the, uh, the, the Rodeo Association is my name as part of the original... Uh, board of trustees and that's one of the great honors of my entire life and I'm so because rodeo was so important to me uh, as a youth I wanted to be a, a cowboy that's all I wanted to be except I wanted to play football for Phillips uh, high school and I wanted to be a, a large animal veterinarian and uh, when I was 15 I lost my left shoulder to polio right at the end of the, of the world of polio and uh, so all those things couldn't happen anymore. And so I started looking for other ways to, to make my life complete as I thought it. Instead of just sitting around and saying, woe is me, why did the Lord choose me to, to wind up with this affliction? I took it as a positive thing and made it work for me instead of against me. You can hear our complete interview with one of the most fascinating gentlemen you will ever meet, Red Stegall, on the inaugural Legends of the Hall podcast. Please subscribe. Please subscribe to the Steve Kenyon Show podcast, and you will uh, have a chance to hear from a lot of different voices. Coming up on the Legends of the Hall podcast, we'll talk to Clint Johnson, Saddle Bronc Riding World Champion, World Champion Rodeo Announcer Bob Tallman, Ty Murray, and a great show right around the corner featuring both Charmaine James and Christy Peterson talking about their legendary run of world titles in the barrel racing event. That's all coming up on Legends of the Hall. Please subscribe so you can catch every edition as it comes out. We're going to take a time out. Like I said, we've got a kind of an untraditional show today. A lot of different guests coming up. You'll hear from Chance Chasen. He won the open roping at Oklahoma's Bridges. You'll hear from Shelby Bojali and Haven Medjit. Shane Hanshi talks about his Horse of the Year Award winner, Bugsy. Coming up, we'll talk to the number one tie-down roper in the world, Riley Webb. He won a big match roping in Oklahoma's richest, along with Josie Connor, who won the breakaway match. That's next. You're listening to the Steve Kenyon Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Steve Kenyon. Thanks for all of your support of our 8 Seconds Media radio shows, the new Steve Kenyon Podcast, and our social media sites. Now you can wear 8 Seconds Media wherever you go. Just visit the 8 Seconds Media store, ball caps, and some fun colors. T-shirts in all sizes for men and women. And with fall coming, we've got some warm hoodies waiting for you. Just click on the shop link at 8secondsmedia.com. Hey, y'all, this is Cody Johnson. When I was starting out in music, most every radio station and venue I went to told me no. At that point, you got two options, tuck tail and quit or buckle down and fight. Well, I'm a fighter, not a quitter. And that's why I wear Wrangler jeans and shirts. Their toughness and style are legendary. They're an iconic symbol of the West, and there's no quit in them either. 
Life's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And if I'm gonna enjoy the ride, I'm riding in Wrangler. Wrangler, long live cowboys. You're listening to the Steve Kenyon Podcast. I am Steve Kenyon coming to you this weekend from Redmond, Oregon. And the Columbia River Circuit Finals Rodeo runs through Saturday night. Mountain State Circuit Finals Rodeo this weekend, Loveland, Colorado. Actually a pretty busy schedule in the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. You can get all the details at prorodeo.com. Over the weekend, last weekend, I was at the Lazy E Arena in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Chris Neal Productions putting on a big roping for the fourth year called Oklahoma's Richest. Youth ropings, open ropings, and two big match ropings. The breakaway roping, Josie Connor came out ahead of Martha Angeloni. Martha had a little bit of a trouble problem with a couple of barriers that she broke and took one more time. Josie was very consistent. And in the tie-down roping, it was a real fight. Riley Webb, the world standings leader, Haven Midget, the 2019 world champion. They ended up separated by roughly a second. Riley was the winner. $7,500 in the tie-down roping for Riley Webb. $5,000 in the breakaway for Josie Connor. I caught up with both Riley and Josie after it was all said and done to get their thoughts on that big roping. From the Lazy Arena in Guthrie, Oklahoma, this has been a great Saturday night. I am standing next to Josie Connor and uh, Riley Webb, who just had really good evenings in match ropings. Josie roping with Martha Angeloni, Riley roping with Haven Medjid. Josie, you have won this match roping, what, three times here in four years at this? What, what is it about this event? You know, match roping in particular, you just try not to beat yourself. And I've got to actually only rope three match ropings. I got to rope the first one because I won the rope and the open rope in the first year. So, I don't know, something about this building, I just have good luck in it, I guess. You really do. I want to talk to you about that in a minute, but I want to talk to Riley. You were roping against Haven Medjid, and you guys, I mean, you did not take the gloves off. It was punch, counter punch the entire 10 rounds of the rope, and you won it by a second or two. By the, I, I forget what the exact amount was, but um, – Number one, talk about roping with a guy like Haven, as good as he is. Um, that that was fun to watch. Absolutely, you know we we both are you know both got great horses, and that helps you know tremendously and let our our talent and our skill you know take over and you know show out. But you know I think he's a great great roper. He's been roping great for a long time, and I think you know at the, at the NFR this you know ten rounds it's gonna it's gonna be back and forth. I think a couple times as well with also everybody you know everybody, but. Haven looks to do good. He always does good out there, and uh, I'm, I'm excited. You both had your first NFR experience last year. Um, is there anything you can learn from what you did tonight that helps you to add to what you learned last year, Josie, about being successful at the national finals of breakaway roping? I just think you have to not beat yourself no matter where you're at. Uh, match roping, you can back off the barrier more than you can at a normal breakaway roping just because it is so fast. You know, most of the time in the match open, it's a little different. But if you just do your job, that's all you can do anyway. The one thing about it, Riley, am I right or am I wrong? If, if I'm wrong in what I'm about to say, please don't hesitate to tell me. In rodeos, we frequently are just trying to go as fast as we can. Uh, in a match open, maybe you don't want to go as fast as you can all the time. Is that a correct statement? Does that dovetail with what Josie just said about not beating yourself? I think so. And, you know, in the calf roping and the breakaway, it's a little different because their calves don't have to take the tie, so it's a little different. But, you know, we got to tie our calves, pick the calves we wanted on from a coin toss, so kind of have some planning going into what you want to run. Maybe, you you know, win the coin toss, the other guy might he want him to rope those calves first and you rope them the second time, so there's more than goes into it than just going up to the secretary and seeing your calf drawn at the rodeo. you got to know what you have to pick from and what you when you want to run them and stuff. But I, I think – you can't go as fast as at the rodeo because calves are a little fresher most of the time when you're match roping and you got to try to make them make the tie and do that but how physically demanding is that i asked you this question in the arena um you guys gotta i you maybe it was only for 10 minutes five calves within that period of time and then 10 minutes again in the second half how physically demanding is that on a on a, on a tie down roper um well I, we practice a lot i run you know 30 30 40 calves a day but when the the lights are on, the music's blaring, the the adrenaline. It's 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 like I ran 50 after you know tomorrow morning. But uh, I lo I love to rope and I try to you know stay in the best shape I can you know, and so I, it's not 
it's not too too bad on you right now. I'm 20 years old, so it ain't ain't wearing tearing as much. But I I love to rope. I love to compete, and uh, I'm just I'm so excited for my future and Josie's future and what we got going on. So Josie, you rode a horse here tonight named Tonka, and it's a horse that we've we've told the story a lot about all the success you had prior to when you were old enough to buy your WPRA card. And this is the horse that you had all that success is. I think you won a lot on that horse before, you know, before tonight in this arena. And you're planning on riding that horse at the National Finals of Breakaway, right? Tell me about Tonka. Yes, sir. Uh, most of the time, people know my name because of that horse. Seriously, uh, not being boastful, but in two years, I probably won over half a million dollars junior roping just on that horse. I'm going to say 94 seven percent of it was on that horse and you know he's been so great for me for such a long time I've had him for four or five years I didn't get to actually ride him my rookie year as much just because he was sore and he's getting older and so you know to be able to ride him this whole year and, and bring him to his first NFR uh, I'm really it's I'm really looking forward to it you know I I said in the arena I think I said you'd won like 250 or 300 thousand dollars before you were old enough to drive and in the back of my mind I thought that might be a little bit low and I think I was right in saying that might be a little bit low there's so much money to win in the youth events now. It's crazy. Um, that's basically all you can say about it. There's, there are 12- and 13-year-old kids that are winning, that are going to win more than that because they're 12 and they have, you know, more years till they're 18. Yeah. Yeah. You know, both you in both of your events, record-setting years, Riley, you set a record. You won $280,000 this year going into the national finals rodeo. The NFR is going to pay like a slot machine, 30000 a night, what, 80000 for the average, something like that, you could easily win $400,000. I don't want to get you to start thinking about money. I want you to think about roping. But this is – this you, you've got opportunities now, you guys at the age of 20, that your predecessors never had to win money. I, absolutely. And, I, you know, talking about thinking about money, I think that's what – I struggled my rookie year. I was caught up. I got to win this much to be the top 15 or whatever, whatever else. And then – you know, at the end of the year, my rookie year, I finally re realized, you know, I rope for a living, I rope for money, but at the end of the day, I, you can't think of that. You got to show up back in the box, do your job every day. And I think that's why I've won. One of the things that I've won so much this year that I quit worrying about how much I've won, how, you know, I've done, try to do my job every time and do the best that I can on the calf I've, I've been given. I think that's that's been a huge learning experience. I asked Josie about Tonka. What are you going to ride at the NFR? How many horses are you going to have down there? I think I'm going to have a two boots, the horse I rode all all winter, uh, broke the, the record on him, and then I sent him home in August, and I bought the horse from Lane Livingston, Rudy, in, uh, in August. I think I'm going to take those two out there. Uh, uh, it's kind of it's kind of up in the air still. I think I'm going to ride boots, though. But uh, I rode Rudy tonight for 12, ca 12 calves, two in the roping, and uh, all 10 in the match. That's a great – Every every time he he's just a great horse, and I'm so so blessed that we, you know, not many people get to have one one great horse, and you know, me me and Josie both have you know several, so that's just very blessing at 20 years old. Your dad and I are good friends. We used to work together at the Cowboy Channel. He I can't tell you how many times he'd show up at work with it with his phone. Hey, look at the new horse Riley just got. I mean, you got you have you have you haven't ever been afraid to try horses. I think is is the way to ask it. Yes, sir, absolutely, and, you know, not being scared to try them, it's also come from winning yeah. at, you know, these rodeos that rope and junior ropings that pay so much that I was able to go try horses and buy horses and ride and sell what I, you know, didn't like. That I think that, you know, it's not that I was had a bunch of money and I could just go buy whatever I want. I had to go and win it and figure out I couldn't just buy whatever and, you know, blow and go. I had to buy what I needed and see what I liked him, sell him, try to, you know, go on to the next one. And um, I'm very fortunate. I mean, it, it's un, it's unreal to even think about the three horses that I have right now. I, I promised you guys I'd keep make this quick and I've kept you longer and I told you what. But I talked to Riley about him setting a record, Josie. In the breakaway roping this year, Martha Angeloni won $130,000 last year after she had won the world title. That was her post-NFR total. Going into the NFR, Martha's got 132,000. Um, Haley Williams has got, what, 145, and Shelby Beaujolais got 164. Um, we've, we've, we've talked about the growth of breakaway roping a lot, but the opportunities that are now in front of you guys, they seem to just keep growing every, every year, every day. I don't know how far this can go, but you gotta be excited to be on riding this wave. Yes, sir. Uh, the breakaway roping in the PRCA is 
you know, comes comes slower to most people, and, and I think they're a little down about it. But the way I look at it is we might not rope for $27,000 go-rounds, but we rope for five, and we rope for a $13,000 average. And it might not be what they wrote for, but as a pro, it's still probably the most money I'm going to get to rope for this year. And so, you know, they're trying, and we're trying, and we're trying to promote it. And uh, there's a lot of good girls, and I think they're going to do really good for the sport, especially, you know, some of the ones that are my age. There's a great group of 20 to 25, 26, 27-year-olds that I think are going to be really good for this sport for a really long time. Last question for both of you. Um, two last questions for both of you. Did you watch and did you watch the the – 12, 15-year-old kids that were competing at this at this roping this weekend. There are a bunch of 12-year-olds that rope great, um, both in the tie-down roping and the breakaway roping. I didn't actually get to watch. Uh, I was too busy picking calves, but I have watched before, and uh, it is – it's crazy. I mean, there's so many. They're just coming out of the woodwork. I'm not really sure <laughs> where they're coming from, but uh, that's so good for our sport. Riley, I watched a bunch of 12-year-old kids today flanking tie calves. Um, almost none of them missed. I mean, they, they were consistently catching every single time. That's got to be good for you guys going. I mean, it's going to be some competition, but that's got to be good for you guys going down the road. Absolutely. I, I, I'm 20 years old, and you know, just a couple years ago, I was in those kids' shoes, and you know, trying to be at where I'm at today and have the opportunities I have. So, you know, it's, it's, I love, I love seeing the younger generation. I mean, I am young, but the 12, 10 year olds, 15 year olds that are putting in the work, trying to be the best they can to be at the same level. Did you guys get approached by any of those kids? They were all standing right down here watching. I was watching this roping tonight. Your first run, Riley, you were, I forget what you were. You were a short nine or a long eight or something like that. And there, I mean, there were, 10, 12-year-olds standing down here tying that calf with you. And and I really hope they took advantage of the opportunity to watch you and watch Josie and watch Haven and watch Martha and see what you guys do to prepare. Um, did, did you get a chance to talk to any of them? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, we always at these ropings, you know, because, you know, Last last year, I, <laughs> last year I could still rope in the 1900s, so I was still still roping. And so I could still rope a couple of them this year, uh, but I – I've, you know, they, they come out when we were tying calves for the match back there. I guess somebody told them or something because there was about 40 kids on the fence when we were tying the calves, and there was not a soul around when we started the first calf. And by the 12th calf, there was about 50 people, 50 little kids out there watching. And, you know, I love it. And I love that they're, they're you know, they don't – I didn't understand how good I had it. My parents holding me around and giving me the opportunity to be the, you know, the best I can be. And uh, I'm so excited and so thankful that their parents take the time and let them let them do this how do you get ready for the nfr we are less than two months away um there's still some rodeos some ropings the rope and fiesta shane hanchi's got a big roping coming up how do you get ready for the finals absolutely i'm we're gonna go to shane hanchi's roping the san angelo open fiesta and then the, the lubbock pro rodeo and then uh i'm gonna i mean i'm just gonna practice as usual until until that after lubbock i'm gonna get dialed in and maybe not run as many you know I, I mean right now I got to practice two practice horses and we run close to 30 a day but that's pretty much that was practice as normal and I, I think uh, that that's great for a, a year you know the during the year I think I'm going to try to back off a little bit and try to work out a little bit and try to run one or two a day on my good horses and put myself in that position okay I'm in you know round one of the NFR and this you know this is what I got to be I think after the Lubbock I'm going to try to do that you joked with me in the arena that he you taught him everything he knows um seriously how do you get ready what do you do to practice what did you learn from last year's 10 rounds at the South Point that you maybe might do differently this year or is there anything you know uh practice wise I think like Riley said I think we're going to try to go to the good jackpots and uh, the good places and just have a pretty good balance of a little bit of competition and a a lot of home time, and so uh, as far as NFR goes, same thing I've been telling you is I'm just going to try to do my job for 10 rounds and put it around their neck and let the secretaries do the rest. Um, I am proud to call these two friends. I am proud to say that I am the president of both of their fan clubs, and I kept you guys way longer than I asked you for, and I really appreciate your time. Josie, congratulations. Good luck. Thank you. Riley, congratulations. Good luck. Thank you, Mr. Steve. Riley Webb and Josie Connor talking about winning the two big match ropings at Oklahoma's richest. Bo Peterson won the big women's open roping in the breakaway. That was on Sunday. On Saturday, Chance Thiessen won $8,000, winning the open tie-down roping, beat 25 really good ropers in the process. I asked him to tell us about uh, what that all felt like when it was all said and done. 
This roping, I mean, like you said, 25 are the best in the world, and it, it's tough any time you rope against those caliber of guys. And uh, it was three and a short, and I, I just tried to stay out of my own way and do the best that I could. And, and I mean, it worked out for me today. So every run was between eight and like eight eight. I think if I remember right, you were you were consistent throughout. Yes, sir. Uh, it's a it's a big thing, you know, in, in PRCA to be consistent because it takes so much money to make the finals and. Uh, to be consistent day in and day out and I've really had to work on that I guess and uh, you know it, it was good today and so I'm, I'm happy for it. Championship round there, there was a crowd it was loud it was it was kind of a fun environment I thought. Yeah it was uh, they hype they hype it up and you know it makes it it been a been awesome to say I'm head, headed to the NFR like like those other guys but I mean we're that's what we're striving for so it was it was exciting. 23rd in the world, I think, if I remember right. Um, you, you you weren't that far out. I thought, especially at the beginning of the year, for a lot of the year, you were going to make it. Um, and and there are just so many great ropers out there. What does it take to make that next step? Um, you know, I've, I've learned a lot the last three years, and uh, there is a lot of different ways that you can look at it. Um, but the main thing is being consistent and, and not getting down in the bad and not getting too high in the – you know, uh, I think I read an article when I was 15 years old that Shane Hanshee had put out of uh, don't get too high and never get too low. And I've struggled. I've struggled on both ends of that sometimes. Um, and, you know, this year was a lot better, but just hit a dry spell and couldn't overcome it. But I'm excited for the next couple of years. Um, you you had a scary wreck a few years ago. You, you you had a horse go over on you. I think you got tangled up in a barrier or something. And, you know, obviously you're fine, but it, it kept you from roping. And I think if I remember right, even could have been life-threatening for, for a few days. Um, does does that affect your perspective on anything that you do now? Yes, sir, for sure. I mean, it can, it can be over in the blink of an eye. So you never take anything for granted. And you know, we're blessed to be able to do this. I'm blessed to have great horses and parents to support me and, you know, all the people that support me. And not everyone is fortunate, as fortunate as I am. So, I mean, never take anything for granted. And, and it's definitely helped me with that aspect of it. $8,000 tonight, it doesn't count toward anybody's world standings, but that's a lot of diesel. Yeah, it, <laughs> it helps for sure. You know, uh, it takes a lot to rodeo with fees and diesel these days. And it's nice to get a big chunk of change at one time for sure. I'm rooting for you to make the NFR. Thank you. Appreciate it. Chance Teeson joining us. He just won the open tie-down roping here at Oklahoma's Riches at the Lazy E in Guthrie, Oklahoma. That's Chance Teeson joining us, and uh, congratulations to Chance. He roped really well at the Lazy E and ended up winning the open tie-down roping. 21 years old, and remember his name, Cowboy with a real bright future in professional rodeo. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, I told you today's kind of all about a bunch of different to folks we've had a chance to talk to over the last few weeks, including Shane Hanchy. His big Shane Hanchy Invitational roping is coming up this weekend, and uh, we'll hear from him about his Horse of the Year award winner, Bugsy. We'll talk to Haven Metchid and Shelby Beaujolais, Shelby's breakaway horse, this year's breakaway horse of the year for the second time, Anna. Those interviews coming up. Thanks for joining us. This is the Steve Kenyon Podcast, brought to you by Resist All. We wear it every day. And by the Justin Boot Company, Standard of the West since 1879. Prefer is proud to introduce estate fencing. This unique all-metal fence uses the same swedge-connecting rail as our popular Ponderosa fence, allowing it to flow beautifully along the contour of your land. With rails and posts constructed from galvanized material covered with an architectural-grade powder coat finish, it resists fading, rust, and other outdoor conditions. This fence is strong enough to last a lifetime and safe enough to house livestock. Best of all, no welding required. For more information, visit Prefort. New styles join our time-tested Justin Bent Rail collection. Like the rugged men and women who wear them, these boots stand for quality, integrity, tradition, and hard work. Straight from our legendary El Paso factory, our expert bootmakers build these boots with features that would make even the earliest cowboys proud. Outfit yourself today with a Bent Rail collection by Justin. Thanks for joining us on the Steve Kenyon Podcast. A lot of tie-down roping today. I really didn't plan it that way, but uh, you've had a chance to hear from some great guests, and I have three more coming up. This weekend, tie-down roper Shane Hanchy 
2013 world champion and headed back to the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo in the number four spot in the PRCA's world standings, 156,000 for the year, putting on his Shane Hanchi Invitational Roping. This is something he started when he was a teenager. Now, Shane also just found out that his horse, Bugsy, is this year's tie-down roping horse of the year in the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. I talked to Shane Hanchi about all of it. Talking to my friend, tie-down roper, 2013 world champion Shane Hanchi, headed back to the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. Got some good news the other day that uh, his horse, Bugsy, is the horse of the year in the PRCA in the tie-down roping. Shane rode Bugsy, sowed Caleb Smith, sowed Hunter Heron. Shane's the owner. Shane, congratulations. Um, I know how, how big a deal that is to you, how much your horses mean to you. Um, tell me about Bugsy. Yeah, first off, thanks, Steve. I uh, really appreciate it. Um, no, it was a it was a a great year. Um, anytime your horse can finish in the top three, uh, voted on by the other competitors, sure uh, sure makes a guy feel good. And especially this one, uh, you know, this one I bought him in November of last year from Adam Gray, and you know, it uh, we went on to the NFR for our first rodeo together. And, you know, everybody knows it didn't go great, and uh, there was a point where I thought I made the wrong purchase. I thought I, uh, you know, I thought maybe it's an impulse buy, if you will. Um, but you know, my wife is a horsewoman herself, and just said, "Hey, you you bought him for a reason. You you know what's good about him, and uh, just be patient, and things will turn around." And I knew in the summertime he'd be good, but man, Steve, I didn't know. I didn't know we'd click like we did. Yeah, they didn't you tell me that. You won a rope that Monty Freeman put on in Tulsa back at the beginning of April, and that was kind of the moment things clicked with you. Yeah, exactly. Um, when I won that rope in Tulsa, won 17000 you know, that was the turning point. And we went to Red Bluff and Clovis right after that, and, you know, a place at Red Bluff won Clovis and won second in Gaiman. And next thing you know, you know, we're headed out there to Reno, and, and we finally got some money one. You know, I didn't have a great winter. Uh, I think I won 12,000 all winter. It's probably one of my lowest uh, winters of my career. And it was just, you know, I'd win some at San Antonio. I didn't really win nothing at Houston. I'd won a little at Fort Worth. I just couldn't never have that big win, you know. Um, but when we got to the summertime, golly, it, it like I said, it clicked. Um, you know, I was able to win St. Paul and Greeley in the same week. Anytime you do that, it's pretty cool. And then you seen me win Castle Rock, um, so I mean it, it was a great summer, and and then them guys needed 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 some help, and and Caleb Schmidt won right at thirty thousand on him, Hunter Heron won quite a bit on him, and Bo Cooper pushed his ticket at Albuquerque, so it it was a it was a great summer. What was it about Bugsy that caused you to think he would be the one for you? Well, I just really liked how he was in the box, you know, ever since day one. He's never moved, you know, and he really scores and he can really run. Um, you know, that was the two attributes that I thought scored and, and not taking your throw away, um, you know, being being real forgiving uh, and, and running is, is a big deal nowadays, you know. Um, and so, you know, at first he was a – he just didn't have no confidence in me. I didn't have no confidence in him. He was a little bit of a bigger and a freer horse than I've ever been, you know, used to in riding. Um, so that was a little bit of a transition was getting him to, to rate with my rope, not with my hand type deal. And uh, once we kind of figured that out and he knew my timing, that's when it really got good. Yeah. Um, you won $156,000 this year. You're fourth in the world standings. I'm going to say you won 140000 of it or more after the 1st of April. Does that sound about right? Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah, I uh, I had like I said, twelve thousand going into uh, Red Bluff, and yeah, I finished with one hundred fifty six thousand. Um, so you've got a lot to do between now and December December the seventh when the NFR starts. And I wanted to ask you about this weekend. You're putting on your annual roping, something you started doing when you were a teenager. And it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger every year. Um, I was at a at a tie-down roping event last weekend that Chris Neal put on at the Lazy E. And the guys all said that uh, stopping at Shane's Roping was the next next stop on their road. Yeah, you know, Steve, I've been doing it since I've been a freshman in high school. And um, I've always just wanted... I just wanted the top ropers 
to, you know, come to my hometown and be able to rope for a lot of money was my dream when I was a kid. And not really knowing that I was eventually going to be one of those top ropers, but I knew that my, that kids, you know, in my area in Sulphur, um, it's a lot of rodeo. You know, we got Ryder Sanford coming to his first national finals. We got Casey Martin, Tristan Martin, the whole Martin family, the Beasley brothers who I grew up with roping. That rodeo is such a, a rich tradition in Southwest Louisiana. I think it gets overlooked sometimes, and yeah. you would probably agree with me. Yeah, I do. But, um, you know, I just wanted something that the big guys could come to and win a lot of money. And so I started it in Sulphur. And then, you know, when I got married, I moved over here to in between uh, – Brenham and Giddings and Carmine and and we moved it to Giddings and man the, it's been so great I mean literally the only thing I tried to do was move locations I kept everything the same and um, just the money's gotten better yeah. and it's bigger better than ever um, Riley Webb won over 20,000 last year I wouldn't be shocked if somebody won 25 this year um, and then I implemented my junior roping you know I started in December with a couple junior ropings and then did one in the spring and we're going to have, you know, the last one of the year right here with my junior, with my bigger open. I just think it's cool for kids to be able to come, hang out, rope at the junior open, and then Sunday wake up the next morning and watch 13 of the 15 NFR qualifiers right here in one roof going at going at three head in the short. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I There was a match roping at Chris's Roping last weekend. Uh, Riley Webb and Haven Medjid, and Riley won it. It was a great match over 10 head. Um, but I watched a bunch of 12 and under, 15 and under calf ropers who were there watching those guys. Shane, it was it was fun. Those kids were tying, flanking and tying every calf with Riley and with Haven. And you guys have such a great opportunity at events like this to reach out and impact our next generation. Yeah, you know, Steve, whether whether we want to admit it or not, them, them kids and that younger generation's watching every move we make. Social media, Cowboy Channel, rodeos online, um, and then, like, when you can get there in person and see ropings like they did last weekend and then this weekend. I mean, them kids, they want to be like us. I was like that. I watched every move. I remember at the Lake Charles Slack, Fred came one year, and I watched every move he made from the time he stepped out of the truck until he got back in the truck. Yeah. So guys watch that and they they pick up on it and you know it's really a great deal and like i said i'm excited 13 of the 15 nfr qualifiers will be there and i'm hoping them kids really enjoy it like we will where and when and how many days shane so october 20th through the 22nd at giddings texas uh the 20th uh we're starting at five o'clock friday night uh we're gonna have uh, three junior opens and we're gonna start back up saturday morning at nine and have the rest of the junior opens all day Saturday, and then Sunday at one o'clock we'll do we'll do the introduction to ropers, and um, we'll get going with three and a short for the invitational for the tie down. We'll sell a Calcutta right before the short round and run the short round off and uh, get them, get people out of there. Uh, we're really looking forward to Sunday. The weather's supposed to be great. And uh, the calves, we broke them in Monday, and uh, they might be the best set we've roped all, uh, at, in a long time over there. So it'll be good watching. Yeah. And it'll be, you know, live-streamed on the next-gen app, too. Yep, uh, that, and that's awesome. Um, that next-gen app, it's starting to take off a little bit, I think. I'm partnered with them now, and I really love it. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. You know, they're coming down. They're going to they're gonna stream all the junior opens Friday and Saturday and then the bigger open Sunday and then – um, you know, our, our event after the NFR in Belton with the Gold Buckle Fraternities, we're excited to have Next Gen on board for that. Let me ask you a question about the NFR. And uh, you're, you and I have talked and joked on occasion about you being kind of a numbers guy. Here's a number for you, Shane. The top 17 in the world all won over $100,000 this year in the tie-down roping. There are more contestants going to the NFR that have won more than 100000 than haven't this year how much progress does that represent in professional rodeo i think it's a big deal maybe i'm the only one but i think it's a big deal that it's starting to take that much money just to qualify for the national finals no it's a huge deal that just goes to show you that every rodeo across the country is starting to add more and more money to make this payout more significant to each and every rodeo i mean i won 5300 or something like that at castle rock colorado there was times a few years ago Castle Rock wasn't on any about anybody's radar. I mean, it's rodeos like that that stepped up and added money, and they're a tour rodeo, and they're one head. I mean, it's great. They're they're like that all over the country. 
And, uh, I mean, it just goes to show you what, what we're getting into now. Um, and, and Hey man, the NFR, it's, I've looked on my, on my, uh, got my ground rules today. That's 30,700 to want to, to want to go around at the NFR. That's, wow. that's huge money. That's more than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be 28 or 29. Um, what's the average going to pay? 78,000 to win the average. Somebody hits a roll at that thing. Um, you don't even have to win every go round, but somebody hits a roll at that thing. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I hope I hope you're talking to him. I hope I am too. <laughs> I really do. Shane, congratulations on the horse of the year. Congratulations on a return trip to the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. It's a really interesting bunch because the young guys are starting to kind of make a move, but you uh, you veterans are still holding on there. Uh, this will be number 14 for you. Good luck. Thanks, Steve. I really appreciate it. Tie-down roper Shane Hanchy. We talk about that Shane Hanchy invitational tie-down roping, one of the guys who will be there this weekend. Shane mentioned almost all of the top 15 in the PRCA's world standings. Haven mentioned Haven got beat on Saturday night in a really tough match roping with Riley Webb, Shelby Beaujolais, his brand-new bride. They got married back in May. She is number one in the WPRA in the breakaway roping, heading into the national finals of breakaway roping December 5th and 6th. And Shelby also owns for the second time the horse of the year in the breakaway roping, a horse called Anna. I caught up with Haven and Shelby at the Lazy E Arena over the weekend. So I have a chance to catch up with the, the 2019 world champion tie-down roper and number three man in the world standings going into the NFR and the number one breakaway roper in the world standings who just found out that her horse, Anna, for the second time, I think, is the horse of the year in the WPRA. Um, Shelby, let me start with you. What you, what'd you think when you found out Anna was the horse of the year? I almost cried happy tears again. <laughs> uh, I think that she was pretty deserving of that and I was super excited that uh, my peers thought that she was as good as I think she is and uh, I wish that Anna knew what she did and what she won and how special she is. Um, you know Haven you get you get to travel with her you get to watch her you guys have um, really got an interesting situation here because you both rope so great how much time are you able to spend coaching each other? Um, it just depends on the day, honestly. Some days we're in the practice pen together, some days we're not. Um, so it's good when we get to be there together and get better. You're third in the world standings in the tie-down roping. Um, Riley's got a pretty good-sized cushion, but the NFR pays $30,000. Um, what do you think as you get ready for the National Finals Rodeo? Well, you just beat my ass in this match today. So <laughs> the plan is to try to go out rope him out there, and I'm not going to be safe out there. I'm going to give it everything I got. Yeah. He didn't beat you by that much. It was it was a pretty good match to watch. How do you like these match ropings? I want to ask you, and then I want to ask Shelby a couple of questions about her her year. But you you competed in that match roping last night with Riley Webb. You beat Chad Mayfield and won last year. How do you like those ropings? And can you learn anything from them as you get ready for the national finals? Yeah, I think it's a good warm up, honestly, uh, for the NFR and stuff. And you know, I like the match ropings and stuff because it's fun to get to, you know, you get to showcase good horses. And it's five. It could be eight. 10, 12, it just depends on how many caps you're going to rope, but it showcases the horses and who can catch the most and not make mistakes. I don't know. Are you going to Shane's next week? You've got, um, and I don't know if they have breakaway in San Angelo or not, Shelby. I honestly don't, but uh, you've got that. you got Shane's roping next week, and then you got the roping fiesta in San Angelo. You've got a lot of places to go and just compete against the guys you rope with every day. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff set up. Uh, Shane's roping the fiesta and then the Canadian finals and then come back, and then there's a couple other big jackpots that we'll go to and then head out to Vegas. Shelby, you won 164. Five hundred and sixty-six thousand. I forget the exact number. It's got to say something about the growth of Breakaway that Martha's record from last year was broken by three people before the NFR starts this year. Yeah, it's growing so fast. And San Angelo added us this year, and um, I think there was a couple other rodeos that added us. But uh, we're we're super grateful for all of the committees that are putting up the money, especially the equal money for us and giving us a chance and. I hope that it keeps growing and we can get to the Thomas and Mac one day. Is this the second time that you've gone into the national finals of breakaway number one? Yes. Um, it's, it's, tell me about two days and 10 rounds. Um, how is that stressful? Is it, what, what, what's that like? 
I think it it can be a blessing and a curse. I think that if you're on a heater and it's feeling easy and stuff's going your way, I I like being able just to run them and get it over with. And then um, if you're fighting your head a little bit and kind of getting into a slump and stuff's not going your way, it's awful. It just spirals and it's you really, really have to try and pull yourself out of it and you don't have much time to think about it or recover from the last one. Right. Have you got the Canadian finals too? Yes. So you get you get lots of – I mean, there's – there's not a lot of practice pin time until maybe the middle of November. Is that right? Yeah, we're gonna get start getting pretty busy. Um, tell me which horses you will ride. It, I'm, I'm guessing Anna gets the call right off the bat. Will there be a backup or two there? How do you handle that at the at the national finals? Yeah, um, I'm gonna take Root Beer up to the Canadian finals, and then uh, she'll be a backup at the NFR. Um, almost every year in 2021 was the first year that I didn't ride both of my horses at the finals. So, um, root beer may or may not get yeah, the call. You never it. know. Got it. Haven, how about you? Um, which horses are you going to, are you going to have at the NFR? Uh, I'll probably be taking smoke, the horse, the, my bay that I rode all year. And then I'll probably take little punches of backup out there. Little punches, the horse that you rode in the match, yeah, isn't it? The little yeah. sorrel. Yeah. Um, what, the Thomas and Mac is unique because it's so small, it's so loud, it's 10 nights. Um, do you go down planning on staying on the same horse the whole time, or do you think you might have to give one a break for a couple of nights? How do you approach it? I try to stay on the same horse, you know, just to we get to break away the calves and stuff and get a feel for them. So I like to try to stay on the same horse unless it's not working, then try to change it up and try to change your mojo out there. Do you guys have basically the same process for selecting cattle, both for the NFR and for the national finals of breakaway roping? Yes. What do you do? How, do, how does that work? Um, so they'll put a set of calves together, and we'll go down to probably Shanhanchi's house, I would imagine, and then we'll go rope through all those calves. It'll be about 100 head, and then we got to take 75 out to Vegas. Got it. Um, and you do the same thing, Shelby? Yeah, we do the same thing. We get to rope through our calves and pick them usually. So hopefully we'll get to do that again this year. Last question for both of you. Did you guys have a chance to pay attention? You weren't in the match last night, but watching Haven and Riley go at it, to all those kids that were there, um, I, I made a comment. I think I was really hoping that all those 12- and 13-year-old tie-down ropers and breakaway ropers were watching Haven Medjid and Riley Webb and Martha Angeloni and Josie Connor to see what they do. Did you did you notice them and watch how much they were paying attention to what these guys were doing? Oh, yeah. The kids were – those those <laughs> kids had, had their eyes glued on them, and they were watching every little thing. And I think that's – I think that everybody did a great job in the match open last night. I know that it didn't go Martha's way last night, but I think that she was a great role model. And Josie, she's such a great winner. I think that um, Riley and Haven – Riley went out there right away. Haven wasn't even back on his horse yet, I don't think. And, yeah. um Riley went over there and shook Haven's hand, told him great roping. I think that the sportsmanship last night was great, and I hope that the kids seen that, and I hope that they act like that one day. Yeah, You know, I, I watched, Haven, I watched a 12-and-under tie-down roping, a 12-and-under breakaway, a 15-and-under breakaway, and you didn't see all of it here. Those kids rope good. I mean, there's there's... There's, you better win while you can. There's a bunch of good ones coming up. Uh, they're going to have to get by guys like you, obviously. I'm joking when I say that. But those kids rope good, and they were they were eyeballing everything you did last night. Yeah, no, these kids, the sky's the limit for down here. They don't understand how good life is being down here and not having to fight the cold and stuff. So the southern kids, they have everything that you should be able to be be able to be successful and stuff so it's pretty cool that the parents give them this opportunity especially backing in on this stage like all these bigger opens and stuff they're 10 12 years old they're learning how to face the pressure i didn't learn this till i was 20 yeah i first time i remember seeing you rope was here during that junior iron man whatever the first year was that they had it and i don't know if you'd had all these things to go to prior to an event like that no if we don't you're lucky if you have one or two ropings a year and it might be six seven hours away in montana and you drive to it no matter what what was it like in canada shelby oh it's about the same as montana um montana actually might have more more calf roping and breakaway roping than us we there's not much growing yeah. up to go to and the winter times were pretty much off limits because it was it was so hard on horses to get them inside in those buildings where humidity and stuff and then outside and in the minus 45 minus 50 so cold so if you wanted to rope and be competitive um, a lot of us went to Arizona in the winter time or pretty much just played our school sports throughout the winter time and we got our four months in the summertime to yeah. compete um, 
married in May. I saw some pictures where you guys took off and went to a beach someplace um, for for a while at the beginning of the month of October. Um, this has got to be. I just can't imagine that this isn't a lot of fun for you guys because you get along so well together, obviously, and you are both two of the best in your business, and you have a similar skill set in both of your events, Evan. Yeah, no, it's fun. We both push each other day in and day out. Um, obviously, we get to practice together. We don't really see each other much out on the road and stuff because I enter her and try to make sure she gets to the best rodeo she can and try to you know do, do what she did this year and get her traveling partners to the NFR. That's the biggest thing is trying to make sure they're set up for success. Tell me about Sioux Falls before I let you go. Oh, Sioux Falls was Sioux Falls was awesome and uh, kind of the whole year not the whole year but halfway through the year when I figured I'd probably had Sioux Falls made and um, was chasing Haley for the season leader uh, I set it my goal to win Sioux Falls and every time something bad would happen and you know I had some bad luck at Pendleton and stuff and uh, every time something like that would happen I would just tell myself you know you got Sioux Falls you got Sioux Falls and uh, I just tried to keep it positive and stuff I just relied so heavily on that and then I pictured myself winning it so many times, and uh, when it when it happened, it was just it was crazy, and it felt so good to have that goal for so long and work towards it, and just picture it over and over. And I couldn't have pictured it the way that it happened. <laughs> it, it was a great rodeo. It was that's one of the best best rodeos I've ever been to, and to win that much money, we can't go and win that much money at our NFR if we don't go and kill them there. So uh, it was a lot of money to win, and it was awesome. Um, Shelby, congratulations. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Haven, thank you. I, I, I root for you guys every year, and uh, I think this tie-down rope is going to be wide open this year. You know, Riley's got a lead, yeah, but those rounds pay $30,000. You get on a hot streak, you can whittle into that lead in a hurry. Yeah, that's the plan anyways. <laughs> there you go. Haven mentioned Shelby Bosley. Thank you for joining us. Tie-down roping should be really interesting at the National Finals Rodeo. Riley Webb set a record $280,000. Haven Midget's third. He won $195,000 for the year. Breakaway roping finals should be really interesting. Shelby set a record over $165,000 for the year. But right behind her, Haley Williams broke last year's record. So did Martha Angeloni, who set the record last year at $130,000. She won $132,000 this year. And it's all going to be here before we know it as the countdown is on to the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. The rodeo starts on December the 7th. And, of course, the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame's Gold Buckle Gala will kick that all off. That happens on uh, December the uh, 4th, and then after that, they'll uh, present all of the awards, the uh, back numbers and the awards for the announcer of the year and rodeo of the year and all those awards on uh, December the 6th, and then the rodeo starts on December the 7th, the breakaway finals are December 5th and 6th. So get ready. Viva Las Vegas. It won't be long. I'm looking forward to the national finals steer roping that will happen in Mulvane, Kansas on November 17th and 18th. Hope to see some of you there. We'll talk more about that coming up. Steve Kenyon Podcast, sponsored by Wrangler, by the Justin Boot Company, by Preford, by Resistall, by the Grandview at Las Vegas, and by Unbeatable Feeds. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Kenyon.